podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Villa View for the last preview of the season, the big one, the playoff final on Monday the 27th. It's currently, what is it, Friday the 24th. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going out on Saturday. James, first of all, how are you feeling about the final? Oh, really optimistic. I'm really happy to um, be partaking in a playoff final that we really didn't expect to happen. Yeah, yeah. Even in the semi-final, second leg, it, you, there was times when you're thinking, it's this is done. us, we're done. It's yeah, done. Yeah. And, I mean, on reflection, a few weeks down the line, you probably would have been okay in the end. Yeah. But we're here now and it's a massive achievement. Let's just hope we can go all the way. That's the thing, it's a long, it's a long gap between that semi-final. I think Dean Smith said yesterday in his press conference it's 14, 15 days or something between winning that and the, the final. Because we've been making stuff this week, making videos, I don't feel like it's been as long as 15 days when the final comes around. Like we're 12 days away from that uh, Albion game now when we were called in the Wolf last week. That doesn't feel that long ago to me. So for me, it hasn't been dragging on because we've been doing stuff. Um, but I've seen a lot of people on Twitter like, this is taking forever, like, hurry up now. Because there was this point in time where we thought, oh, the season's over in yeah. February or whatever it was. Everything, I said this to Chris the other day, everything feels like a little bit of a bonus. So both teams will be going into it thinking, right, we've got nothing to lose. Let's give it everything we've got. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can ask for because last season... Oh, last season. Yeah, we have to go there because when Villa... They only turned up for 20 minutes of a 90 minutes match. And it's even shameful. then, it was probably only really one player that excelled. Last chance and stuff, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Um, well, I've, tried, I've tried to wipe most of it before, yeah, to be honest. We saw it just know, then. Yeah, and Skyler just showed Tom Kane his goal. It's, just like, oh, it's such a good goal, and it's, it's just killer. so annoying how Villa conceded it and didn't fight back. And the chances we had, and they, we just weren't good enough. And Jack Grealish, best player on the pitch, couldn't drag us to victory. Oh, God, it's so grim it thinking about it. It hurts, but... Look, I look back on that day, and I'm, I don't even. I wanted, I wanted to find it. I wanted to just think of a little positive there, but there, there was none. <laughs> there was no positives because the day before we'd had a bloody winding up order that no yeah. one knew about. So yeah. all or nothing. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to this playoff final. But this feels like a chance to put that right, doesn't it? What, yeah. What's happened in the last year? You just think, oh, well, if we build right in the summer, let's make a good chance of automatic promotion. You get to October and you. I don't know where we were, 14th or something, you sack your manager and you're thinking, oh, this is a waste of a season, it's another mm. year down here, everything's doom and gloom. So the fact that we've made it all the way to the final feels like, again, it feels like an extra part of the season that from like February onwards, it shouldn't have happened. it's like just like a blur now. Like you see the papers and a lot of it is about Frank Lampard and quite rightly, first season player final, that's yeah, he's done well. really good. I'll be done well. Um, but you're almost forgetting all the, you know, almost the hysteria of John Terry versus Frank Lampard, all this kind of stuff that comes out, which is, uh, you know, speaks for itself. But you kind of forget that Villa won 10 games against some very good teams, yeah, yeah. got through, and the only stumbles, really, if any, were against the three, three of the biggest clubs in the championship. Yeah. West Brom, Norwich, which was, you know, right off itself, and Leeds. Every game we had to get to get here was a must-win game. And we, had to, and we had to win it to get to even get to this position, and we did. And we did it. We've got one more must-win game to get to where we need to be. Mm. So I feel like, and obviously that we're setting ourselves up for a full massive here. Everything feels like, and <laughs> Derby fans probably think the same. It feels like everything's set up for us to go and do it this year. That Jack Grealish is injured, and you feel like the season's over. He returns as captain. We've been ten in a row. The, the, the end of that fairy tale is Jack Grealish lifting the trophy at Wembley. Yeah. That's how it's written. But yeah. obviously, football isn't that simple. Twenty years down the line, when some kid 
you know, Villa fan goes on Wikipedia or whatever it will be, <laughs> and they say, "Oh, playoff final." And it's like, what was that? And it's like, to us, it's the biggest thing. And this it's, is everything. It's right not now. the trophy or the promotion itself. It's the fact that Villa. Would, how many times have Villa been down and out? Even yeah. in the semi-final, second leg, you're down and out, and they come back so many times. So so many times, We've, you know, players that we adore, Tyrone Mings, couldn't imagine a boat playing for a different club. He's a lone player. He's I been know, here what yeah. two, three months, three or four months. If yeah. that played what seven, 15 games max, I don't know. But it's just this, the scale of the achievement shouldn't be ignored because it is a massive. If we do it, <laughs> yeah, if we do it, massive achievement. And even with reflection, if the worst does happen, it's still going to be a big achievement to get here. But I don't want to think about that. I want to think about winning it. Hopefully. Yeah, well, I'm not going to sit here for any period of time and talk about what if we lose because yeah. I just don't even want to think about it. It's not. It's not worth discussing no. at this point. I also don't want to sit here and get too carried away with what if we win either. It's not about that just yet. We'll have plenty of content after the <laughs> final if we've won it. Obviously, to talk about next year. Uh, right now, obviously, Derby, Frank Lampard, Mason Mount's back, Harry Wilson's back. The times we played them this year and beat them 7 0 over two games they weren't playing the, the Derby side was very different back then you know Dean Smith's a senior major here but you can't really discount what Frank Lampard's done I think there's a lot of conversation about it being an overachievement those conversations won't matter if Derby do get promoted yeah. I mean that's a conversation for them next year to have if they do a Reading and don't really succeed the season after a playoff final yeah. but from what I've seen of Frank Lampard is a manager who has definitely improved over the course of the season he, he probably came into Derby with an idea of playing a really high level of football attacking possession football and maybe realised halfway through the season that hang on I don't have the players available to do this and we're not going to be able to afford the players I want to be able to do this so it's adapting his philosophy changing the way they play little tweaks like against Leeds in the second leg um, they're trying to play the way at the back um, you know trying to play passes to the feet the second it all changed when Darby went hang on we're not getting anywhere let's p pass into space play over the top let's create the balls we can to get our players space to run into yeah. and they did and they've done it to massive success and you know Leeds is the chaos in that Leeds match the keeper coming out doing God knows what Darby were in a position and the momentum to take advantage of mistakes and what Villa cannot do in this playoff final is make a, mistake, a single mistake well, do, you, do you think how both teams are coming into the game will affect the game? That we've sort of limped through a second leg and they've flown through this. Do you think that they maybe expended so much energy to even get here? I know there's been a two-week yeah. break, but mentally they thought they were gone and now they're here. Does that bring any impact into the game? I'm not too sure because I think the game on itself stands alone. Yeah, I really don't I think, think anything that's happened previously will have too much bearing on it. Really, even tactics on the day, I don't think will matter too much because you, you know, don't want to go on about stuff that's happening in the Premier League or any other clubs, but. In the FA Cup final, Watford's game plan for 45 minutes was as good as it could be. Yeah. It was brilliant. And Manchester City probably didn't have an answer for it until you have two world-class players finishing chances. 2-0 in at half-time, you know, like, we've played the best we can do. It's a good job. We've got a world-class player in Jack Grealish. <laughs> Absolutely. For the final. But, um, I mean, tactics, like, you could do the best, set the best game plan, execute it. <coughs> all you need is a player like Harry Wilson or Mason Mount just to score a worldie. Yeah. doesn't matter. It's a one game. It does over the course of the season. Tactics are usually going to win you something. You know, you're going to you have the 46 what, or 38 games in across two leagues. So you can, if you have a good tactical game plan, you know, you've got a lot of time to you know succeed. Yeah. One game, don't matter. Anything can happen. I mean, it's very much cliche, isn't it, to look at the playoff final and go, oh, it's, it's 90 minutes. Anything can happen. It's mm. a one-off game. 
but it's true. It's a cliche for a reason because that is true. Like I think any sort of form goes out the window, any kind of momentum mm. probably goes out the window. Like you say, like even Albion to an extent almost did a job on us, and that it could have no, been, yeah. could, could been Albion Derby this weekend very easily. Um, so the fact that it's ended up being us, you just got to go for it. I think it's less about the tactics and the way you set up, and more about the mentality and how you go out to play. I you've got to so. you've got to play positive, and you've got to play on the, on the front foot because. If, if we've played that way to get to the final and we start the final going right let's just sit back a bit let's hold it off let's get to half time nil nil that doesn't suit us that, I don't Absolutely not. I mean obviously as a fan we can sit here and give our ideas about what we mm. should do we're not in the game of, of management for a reason but that's not what Dean Smith does it's not what this Villa team does to, to go right let's just keep it steady and then we'll go for it second half I want us to be going for it from minute one I want to be a goal up after ten minutes and show that we've got the, we're going to take the game to Derby we're here to play we're here to win and fingers crossed that's what happens well Villa's game plan throughout the season just play just under, play under Smith and win he has been to win. Um, looking at how they can beat teams rather than you know how should we prepare for them it's yeah. more so what can we do that's what it should be damage them everyone yeah, should play absolutely. a lot absolutely and you know with a team of Villa's scope the losses they make in the championship the money they spend in the championship they should be looking at putting other teams away and that's what other teams like Leeds are doing and even Derby now Derby yeah. again are another team who probably won't really favour sitting back they've realised that which is probably good for us as well for the game <laughs> yeah it's going to be we don't have to try and break down an Albion <coughs> side or a Middlesbrough side or somebody like that that's going to play that way and we'll try and see out the game and play for set pieces again I think I said to you before the Albion game if we don't make it to the final but we've given it a good go as hard as it'll be I'll sit there and hold my hands up and go okay fair enough like we, we they deserved it and I'll say the same with Derby as horrible as it'll be to lose at Wembley two years in a row if we lose and we've given it a, a proper good go and it's a tight game and it's just a piece of, of magic that wins it for them all you can do is sit there and say right fair play good luck and, and move on and try and forget it if we lose in the same manner that we did last year I'm going to be broken <laughs> yeah I mean coming down to it just put a performance in and please score a goal yeah a, score a goal, a goal would be good like one goal come on just Give everyone the chance to celebrate something at Wembley. Yeah, first, hopefully. Yeah, first. At the opening goal. Um, I'm not expect. I think it'll be chaotic on the pitch. I'm not really expecting a high score affair because I am. to I play a final. I man, think it will be high um, scoring. I think it'll be nervy, and honestly, are you nervous? Are you nervous now? I will be nervous at Wembley. Yeah, so I'm last season not I wasn't. Now. Like last season, I was just like, you know, you get hit that early, you like it doesn't. You just it just sinks out of you as soon as the players about to come out and then they walk out Jack Grealish is captain Dean Smith there as mm. well when that happens I'll be like heart, heart, heart's going now they'll do some mad like they'll do fire explosions going just, like, on and the light it. show whatever else they're doing <laughs> like I'll be like okay this is this is real now but now sort of what a couple of days away I'm not really concerned about it yet If I think if we were playing Leeds I'd be a little bit like okay this is we know this is going to be feisty it's because it's Derby and I feel like we're more evenly matched I'm just sort of like if we go there and play our best I think we might win Yeah, really, which is I, maybe a scary mindset to have that I'm that like I don't want to get overconfident or arrogant but I don't know I just feel pretty casual about it which is weird yeah, I mean right now I'm pretty casual I'm uh, looking at in the course of the season I'm, I'm confident looking at positions and confident looking at what we've done but when it comes to Wembley those St John's ambulance blokes need to be on standby <laughs> man because my heart's going to pop I'm, I'm gone <laughs> imagine I'm getting well ahead of myself here but imagine a penalty shootout it goes nil-nil all the way through penalty shootout 
you've got these big players, Jack stepping up, melee in that comes on to take one. Stares at the crowd. Oh my god! I even thought oh it now. It's my, my hands god. sweat a little bit. Don't ever. I mean, th- th- I mean, we're talking saying like, oh, don't don't talk about penalties. That could be a very real situation in forty-eight it hours. Player finals, one nil. One one in the last minute penalties. It's just, it is these things happen because these finals are tense for players as well. You you thinking you're nervous. What about some of these? But what about Grealish? When it comes down I to mean, it, I'd like to think they won't be nervous. Obviously, there'll be an element of nerves, but they're the ones that can control the game. Like we're nervous because there's nothing we can do. Like I can go there with the best of intentions on Monday, <laughs> but I'm not going to affect this game in any way. Yeah, the players but, can. They can uh, do something about it. I mean, when you're you've got to change that nervous energy into something positive. You can't tell me if you're Conor Horahan and you're standing over a free kick on the edge of the box. He's going to be thinking, I'm at putting nil, his top nil, ends, mate. At nil-nil, regardless of what he thinks, that heart is going to be pounding out his chest. I've just realised the light's not on during this. Oh, I've had a maria. Put the light on. Shall I put the light on? Um, it might just be best just to not have it on at all now. Is it all right? It isn't bad. It's not, not Spielberg standard. It isn't? It isn't. Um, I want to go through some comments and I want to plug some videos because we've been very busy. Yeah. Um, so this will be up on Saturday. It's Friday now, so bear with me because this is about to get confusing. On Monday, I went down to London to meet Dan, Matt and Chris. We filmed six videos in one day, which is pretty mental thinking about it, but if I'm going all the way down to London, might as well make the most of it. A video that hasn't, fini- hasn't been finished yet, but is already out at this point that you're watching this, is our story of the season video. So Dan's written like a spoken word, poem thing. Oh. It's out today. It's Saturday now, was there watching, but it came out oh, on Friday. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, so it's out, like, it's out tonight in, in, <laughs> in our world, but in their world, it's already out. So if you haven't watched that, go and watch it. We're very proud of it. I'm hoping the reaction to it is good at this point. Obviously, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure people will like it. Um, it's not quite how I wanted to do it. Obviously, we had some issues with the permit at Wembley and security and stuff like that. I wanted every word of Dan's poem to be on camera. I had to use a few too many pictures. Then I would have liked it's a bit like a glorified slideshow at this point, but... It's a good video. It's all about Dan, really, and, and what he's written and how he's performed it. That's, that's the, the best part of it. The visuals don't really matter. It's about the story of the season. So go and watch that if you haven't. So that whole plug was to get some comments. Okay. So I've got some comments from fans that I want to read out from videos this week, and then we'll talk about those instead okay. of just blabbering on. Blabber. So this is from Sharik on Matt Lynch's video. He says, The more I watch some Derby highlights, the more I fear Mason Mount and Wilson. Let's be honest, we have not quite looked to our top form towards the very end of the season, especially against Albion. Hopefully we can work, win one more game. So we've talked about form. Do you think that the fact that we haven't been great the last sort of, what, four or five games, do you think that matters? Nah, not really. It'll be a nervy affair. It's completely different, you know. It's completely different because, like, no team's going to want to go to penalties unless they're losing and get it back to 1-1. <laughs> yeah. So no team's going to walk out and go, right, we're going to sit back all game, hopefully it's penalties. Absolutely not. So I think it's completely different. You know, in a playoff semi-final, you know, leg two, I think Villa are okay going to penalties. That's the thing with us beating Derby twice this year. Like, it doesn't really matter because Leeds had beat Derby three times <laughs> in the in the two league games and in the first leg, and still then lost still one game lost and the one that matters. Yeah. So things like form and, and previous appearances don't really matter. I don't think. So what he's saying, Sharik, is um. That he's watched the highlights and he's scared of Mason Mount. I think he absolutely should be because be- you should yeah. be scared of the best players of any team. But this is the highlights. And the highlights are the best, best bits, yeah. Reason. Exactly, so there you go. But obviously that's not so, that's not hit to sit here and say that Mason Mount is a YouTube player because <laughs> he is a good player. It's not just like, oh, he looks good on YouTube. He's, no, he's brilliant. He's, yeah. he's good in real life really in yeah. proper games as well, but you see the best bits of him. You're like, wow. He has an off day at Wembley. Yeah. We're going to have to think about him. Uh, second comment from hip to the game 
Okay, yeah. Good good names, quite a long Thank one. He says, a season on from our last appearance at Wembley, I feel like the time is now right for us to be in the Premier League. The right coach who sets up to play football the right way, the right attitude and application from the players and the right owners to take us forward. But Footy has a habit of kicking you right in the nads, so I, I'm optimistic without being overly confident. Just give it a right good go, believe. Honestly, I think yeah. that, that is... Bang on. We might as well just scrap this whole video because that's what I think as well. Bang on, yeah. I feel like everything's kind of set up for Villa to succeed here, but football has a has a nice way of putting you back in your place when you get overconfident so <laughs> really does I think so. that's a great comment that's what, that's what I think as well I'm not sure whether it's a Derby fan or a Villa fan because their username is not an optimist hmm. but the comment is negative if you're a Villa okay. fan so it says Derby's return to the Premier League is long overdue they've been outside for far too long there is a limit to how many times Derby can be denied promotion so it doesn't really no, mean I mean anything, it. does it? Because we were denied last year, so that means it's out of you. Leeds have been denied 15. Yes. Lots of Forest been out for ages. Sheffield Wednesday have been out for ages. Like The fact of how long you've been out of the Premier League. Swindon have been out 20, 30 years. They suddenly have a right to get back into it. I know, yeah. I know, I'm no. assuming he's a Derby fan. No, you, so you, you see where it comes from, but I, I mean... Get, I get what he's saying because they've been there or thereabouts for a few years. They've, they're always a team that you look and think, oh, they'll be around the top six. Yeah. And they never seem to make it. But... Again, that doesn't qualify you to go, okay, well, this is your year because you've got close a few times. So here yeah. you go, have a promotion. It doesn't yeah. work like that. It's not a charity. And, um, <laughs> I mean, you, if you want to stay in the Premier League, don't get relegated. Sure. As hard as it, you know, as easy as it, it sounds, I know it's a tough job, but just avoid relegation. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, avoid relegation. Uh, this comment is from a, a Derby fan, so, uh, Steve Clayton. He says, great video, guys. Thank you, Steve. Cheers, He Steve. says, as a Derby fan, well, you weren't in it, so. Cheers, Steve. As a Derby fan, got this feeling we're just going to do it. On paper, you're totally right. Villa should win, but Derby have got nothing to lose. The pressure's off. Also, there's not many teams who would play Leeds at Leeds and score four goals, hit the post twice, etc. Throwing the fact that Lampard's a winner and may the best team win. Now, I like his point about going to Leeds and yep. um, scoring four goals. Fair enough. Like That's a, yeah, you that's can't. a great achievement to get to the final. They, they played Leeds off the park. Fair play to yeah. them. Um, about the pressure off and nothing to lose... It's hard for me to even look at though at a derby and that the odds will be that Villa are the favourites. But to say there's no pressure in a playoff final and there's nothing to lose. There's a hundred million to lose there's in a, a lot Premier League promotion. Like whether you're the favourite or not, getting to the getting to the playoff final and losing isn't a ah oh, well there's no pressure so it's okay if we lose. Yeah. Like I know I know what he means that we're the favourites so the pressure's on us. But there's a massive opportunity for derby to proper make a, a claim to be a Premier League club again as optimistic as they deserve to be about beating Leeds I think you can't really take anything away from them um, all, all I would say is maybe it was more of Leeds' making and Derby capitalising yeah they did um, play well they though. put themselves in that position yeah. they made that, that position happen um, about Lampard being a winner um, not sure it has any effect but what he's done and it's what this player final proves is there's two teams that have been energised by managers this season Lampard has grown over the course of a season he's energised that Derby fan base who, who absolutely adore him he does that bounce at the end yeah. stop crying Frank Lampard he's made him he's, he's wrote himself into Derby's history basically Gary Hayes says play without fear and stay positive if we hit them quick and get a couple of goals we'll be there if we get in front I believe Derby might fold Dolan's probably right it won't be that easy but I'm the internal optimist when it comes to Villa I wouldn't count on either team folding really um, because as we've seen this season Derby were down and out Villa have been down and out and they've come back they both know that they can do the business yeah. regardless of the scoreline all it takes is a few goals and you're back in it chaos you know creates goals so all you have to do is take a long shot from the box it bounces around in the box anybody's ball yeah. finish goal it's a simple game isn't it football simple game not always um, not always how it turns out though 
There's been a lot of talk about the Wembley pitch, so let's clear up the myth, the footballing myth. There's a lot of talk in our podcast with Matt and Dan, they talked about the Wembley pitch being bigger, playing with pace to stretch the Wembley pitch, mm. keep it wide to stretch the big pitch. Wembley pitch and the Villa Park pitch are the same size. So we don't know. According yeah. to Wikipedia, however true that is, apparently Pride Park is also the same size. Um, okay, so I don't, so know, where, I don't know where this footballing myth, myth has come yeah. from that Wembley's got a bigger pitch because it's actually not true. Maybe it comes from old Wembley or something where it's. No, but it, it couldn't have been that much bigger in any way. I mean, it comes from us doing a podcast to 10,000 people and giving misinformation. That's where it comes from. <laughs> Fake news. Because people go, oh, yeah, well, should the bit of you said it's a bigger pitch, so I'm going to go with that as well. It must be true. Report the podcast for that. I mean, if you're taking your information from the podcast, don't. You're using the wrong source <laughs> yeah, for information. Because we're often wrong, you'll be surprised to Previews learn. as well, I mean, it goes uh, through our. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking just about the podcast, yeah, just this channel as a whole. Just, I mean, don't take any. I mean, just turn off now because we're talking all to rubbish most of the time. Talk about lineup <laughs> then. So I feel like we could probably just insert the clip that we played playoff semi final preview that the only real talking points are Horahan or Whelan and Adoma or Green. I'd go for Horahan because. I'd associate him with more positives over the last few games um, in Villa's midfield um, and I'd go for Green on the right wing um, because Villa score a lot of goal from cross- goals from crosses and Green seems to me as a player who has genuinely always made himself available on a late cross crashing into the box. Um, I think Adoma's confidence, I think he, he has really struggled this season in times. Yeah. He's been very unlucky not to score more goals than he has and I think has got to him over the course of the season he's a good player but I'd fancy Green crashing in into the box on the end of a late cross just as another threat there could be a case to argue that it's between Green and Codger uh, Adoma's yeah. not even in the picture to be honest well the real shame is that Villa don't have any scope for changing their formation because yeah. it's, it's far too late it's and they haven't practised it but two up top would be a brilliant option in my opinion um, I mean you might lose out on Algarzi <clears> who is <throat> you know he's one of our better players Yeah, but um I think you know you can't just force the best players into the team as we've had discussions about yeah. and I've been laughed at about so you can't just force to do two strikers because two strikers are good and you've got a bad right wing but you know over the course of the season I may have looked at that and may have thought you know if the right wing's a weak link remove that remove it I'm not, I don't want to talk too much about the Whelan versus Horahan debate because yeah. I think this pretty much splits everyone 50-50 there's pros and cons to both I'm just going to chuck in a comment from Evan Grew who says I've got a feeling Whelan should start Monday okay. Connor's been excellent and deserves to start, but for this game, I think Whelan will help nullify the threat of Mason Mount better and will help Grealish and McGinn showing. Connor could come on later and secure possession when the job is hopefully done. Thoughts? Um, so you, I kind I'm, of agree with what you're saying. I'm I've, very much in favour with it. I feel I, like Whelan is the maybe safer option, but I know we've talked a lot about playing the way we want to play, and for me, that is the midfield of Horahan, Whelan, uh, Horahan McGinn, Grealish. That that's how we want to play on the front foot. That would be it'd be silly, I think, to discount the job that Glenn Whelan could do if he's picked to help break Derby down. Mm. Well, you know, you don't want to take it away from from Glenn Whelan, but look at the way that um, Frank Lampard could play. He could play his own game and go right. It's ninety minutes. Let's go for it. Let's put Bradshaw, Wilson, and Mount midfield runners at Villa, and that would mean that Grealish and McGinn can't just forget defensive responsibilities yeah. no one's asking him to sit back but they need to track these runners need to be tracked otherwise it's going to be chaos for Aston Villa and that doesn't just fall on Glenn Whelan it falls on the entire midfield and the wingers as well yeah. to do their job so as much as we want Glenn Whelan in to fulfil that defensive role Villa need to think about that. You know, being good teammates <coughs> to each other and pulling back and, and, yeah. and chipping in when they need to no one's asking him to sit back the entire match and play deep but when Derby are on the ball 
these runners need to be tracked and dealt with because they're dangerous. Regardless of who plays in that third midfielder slot, McGinn and Grealish need to have you know in their mind that whatever if they lose the ball, they need to they need to follow up and chase it down. Yeah. Um, I also forgot as well during this video we've got some clips from Tom Julian. Okay. He's away on holiday, so it's a shame for Tom not to be involved in our Wembley build-up stuff. So he sent me some oh. clips. Uh, of him in a nice looking place actually I've seen it, seen it on my phone uh, so I'm going to put those in now because I think he talks about his best 11 and stuff so Tom take, take it away from Germany please Villa v Derby it's I mean I'm just a bucket of nerves right now to be honest I came out here to relax to be honest we booked this trip um, thinking that the, the playoffs were way out of sight as as We've documented many a time on the podcast, but now we're here. I kind of feel, on the one hand, I feel like the pressure is off a little bit in that we never should have been here. You know, Dean Smith, John Terry, the whole team have turned this season around. That 10 in a row was absolutely spectacular. So on the one hand, we should treat it as a, as a, as a freebie. But on the other hand, it's Aston Villa. We are the biggest club in the final in the championship and we just don't want to be there anymore the heartbreak of last season against Fulham you know it felt like we never really turned up for that game and Fulham were in the ascendancy and they came in and and they deservedly beat us you know and and this year we have just had an incredible run um, and we are the team in the ascendancy. I know a lot of people talking about the, the minor drop-off here with the um, the Leeds one all and then the Norwich loss, but I think we can, I think, throw the books out for this one because, you know, West Brom put us through the ringer, but it's been, it'll be, it'll be 10 days, 11 days since that game. You know, the players will have had some time off. Now they'll be back in training, working hard, and they will be giving it everything they've got. Jack, Connor, they felt the loss last year. There's no doubt about that. Jack Grealish said it himself last week. He'll be drilling it into every single one of these players how painful it is to lose. And he won't want to do that again, especially with his boyhood club. I think Jack has more riding on this than, than anybody else, you know. Um, and we've just got to... He's got to do it. He's got to lead the team like he's done superbly since he came back from from injury um he's got to put this team on his shoulders play the way we all know he can and make sure he's at the club that he loves next year because if we don't go up he's not going to stay i think it's as simple as that finals are meant to be enjoyed i saw a few people on twitter saying what was exactly right your club doesn't get to a final very often you know um and this is this is a really special day. It, obviously, it'll be heartbreaking if we lose, but we're not here to lose. We're here to win. So we've got to give it everything we can, particularly as fans. We need to be the loudest. Villa, uh, away and home, all season have been absolutely fantastic. And there's one more game left. We've got to give it big, big licks and, uh, and basically make Wembley Villa Park one more time this season. <laughs> It's a huge, huge game. I am totally 50-50 between really looking forward to it and feeling a bit sick every time I think about it. But I'm here in the beautiful Schwarzwald, the Black Forest, enjoying a few days out, enjoying a few beers. Uh, and, but when I get back on Sunday, it'll be all about the villa. We've got to get excited. We've got to be loud up the villa. Uh, we'll end with predictions then. Mm -hmm. And this is 
slightly scary because I'm always happy to give a prediction when we've played Birmingham and stuff. I always sort of put my neck on the line and give it a <laughs> prediction. But for this one, I'm going to bottle it. I'm not going to give a score line because oh, yeah. I don't want to jinx it. I think I said when I did the video with Wait, Chris. jinx, jinx, jinx. You think that you saying no, anything has any effect? Obviously point. not, but I'd rather... I mean, saying, saying we're going to win is about as good as giving a score line anyway. But I don't know, I just don't want to be specific. I just think we'll win somehow and I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to say 1-0. Oh. I'm not going to say a team. What, one, one nil. nil either way? That doesn't count. You can't give me. You can't sit on the fence to that degree. It's just going to be one <laughs> nil either way. One nil. No, no, no one nil Astonville. Okay. And I think Better. the goal will come extremely late. Oh, I was, I was going to ask you when do you think the goal will come? No, it'll be ninety plus. I reckon. Nah, I can't. I can't take that. I can't. Well, I mean, it'd be amazing. Like that, if that goal goes in on ninetieth minute and you win, that must be. That would be an unbelievable feeling. But. That's not going to happen. Well, I, think be, I think there'll be more than one goal in this game. I'll, I'll say that much. If two teams go at each other, it can be oddly not defensive, but you can get the ball caught, caught in midfield more often than not. With teams just tackling each other in midfield and getting losing the ball in the final third and going the other way. Who's got the better midfield then? Oh, flipping hell, man. I'm, as a Villa fan, I'm going to look at McGinn and I'm going to look at Grealish and I'm going to go with the obvious bias. But if you were to replace that, Ignore any context with any Bradshaw, Mount, and um, Wilson. It's not you wouldn't be ashamed. You know you're not going to be like oh you just put a load of like still a bit Villa people off the street. You you know these are class players that are playing for Derby. I think I'm going to go with Villa's got a bit better midfield. Wilson scored like 16 goals, which is a fantastic return, and you'd yeah. love to have that. Um, but I've just loved the energy of John McGinn. I've you know come to adore Glenn Whelan, what he brings to the team, Connor Horan just comes out in magic all the time you're not even expecting it even though he constantly does it and Grealish is Grealish Jack Grealish amazing player um, but again I'm not going to take anything away from Mason Mount when I say that I'm not going Mason Mount's bad Harry Wilson's bad yeah. I'm just saying I'd rather have the Villa players have come to know and love that's it then the end of a season's worth of content which in itself is crazy that we've done another year like that's, yeah. it's flown by actually considering where we were at one stage when we were sitting down outside <laughs> to talk about Horham being booed off and yeah. having a breakdown. Talk about Leeds in December and Rotherham and all that. All the, yeah, wow. all these different videos we've done, like it's it's flown by really. So uh, I'll put a link to a little playlist of all the Wembley content that I mentioned earlier, which is somewhere on the screen that you can the click client. on. Somewhere up here, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's all the videos you can watch. Go back and watch that uh, story of the season, that the video that we're very proud of. Um, Thank you very much for watching this video. Thanks for watching all the videos and listening to the podcast and stuff this year, sharing the stuff, getting involved on Twitter, comments, anything like that. If However you've supported the channel over the last year, we all really appreciate it. People have asked about Wembley content, so I should clear that up at this point. If we lose, there will be no fan cams at Wembley. Because you'll be drinking. Because I'm going straight home. <laughs> uh, last year we went pretty much straight home, but like I sort of sat in my seat for a bit and walked out slowly like... Oh. What, what's just happened and then we were pretty much straight home if we lose this year I'm straight out my seat walking straight home it's horror I'm not walking home you know what I mean straight straight on the train home just just going mm. just going like I don't even want to think about it if we win we'll do some kind of fan cams like it won't be as structured I don't think as what did you yeah. think of the game and asking because it's just going to be carnage if we win I assume where that'll be again I don't know somewhere on the west end of the stadium I don't. I genuinely don't know. Um, obviously, I can't take all my equipment in because there's bag policies and all this sort of stuff. So I'll just have a little camera, little sort of vlog camera thing, and we'll just sort of stand huddled together and record some bits. 
Oh, if we win, I don't know, it's just going to be carnage, <laughs> so it's hard to plan it anyway. It's the best way, though. There'll be a podcast if we win, it's probably pretty much straight away within the coming days. If we lose, there'll probably be a podcast, but I imagine there won't be in a massive rush to record it because <laughs> there was a podcast last year after the final, which was very dejected, um, but they still did it. There'll be post-match reactions, talk bits, fan pieces, all kind of bits. If we win, we'll, we'll go as, as hard as we can. But if we lose, we might just do the one podcast and then have a few weeks off. Thanks for watching this. Thanks for listening to this. Appreciate it. Let's go to Wembley and, and get promoted. Thanks for having me. Up, Please. The, up, up the villa. Please, just do it. Up the villa. This has got to be it now. This has got to be the year. Can't handle going to Wembley and losing again. Sports Social Podcast Network.